Sherry, with me, Tawny, and her mom, Marielle. Welcome to your new safe space, where there's no such thing as TMI. Welcome back to Oversharing. Happy full moon. Yes. Happy. <laughs> Happy. It's a Monday for me. Happy. <laughs> now they all know we're running late. <laughs> As if you couldn't tell. Um, it's also officially been a year since we started this podcast. That's right. That Yesterday crazy? was, yeah. Mm-hmm. The fifth marked it. Mm-hmm. Which was, is also my Graham, your mom's birthday. Yes. Which when we, I don't think we even realized that. I didn't realize it when we started. Yeah, I didn't realize it was marked by her birthday, but that's kind of cool. Works out. Mm -hmm. So happy one year to us. Yes. We still have no idea what the fuck we're doing. Mm -mm. And, but most weeks we do it. it. I wing it every week. (laughs) (laughs) We just, we just said, we just talked about that. Most weeks we figure, we figure something out. Yeah. (laughs) And we're going to do the same tonight. So another depressing week has gone by in America. (laughs) Oh my gosh. I I know. Sometimes when we sit down to try to figure out different things to talk about, we want to sprinkle in like current events and pop culture, but it's just... (laughs) (laughs) My lip gloss is popping. She was mocking me. She was putting on my lip balm. Like, can we talk about that? And it's cherry delicious. It's one of those little eggs. It is. So she literally was doing like the mouth open (laughs) wide in my face as I'm talking. That's her, her winging it is just being quiet and making me talk to myself. <laughs> and now she has the reddest lips <laughs> and she gave herself away with her little mm, bop. Mm. I know, my bit. No, it was my bit. It was amazing. <laughs> I have shiny, luscious cherry lips right now. <laughs> you do? Mm-hmm. Yes, and I do. No one's ever going to see them but me. Nope. Um, fan fucking tastic. <laughs> so the Grammys happened last night. I didn't know that was happening because I'm real. We, I think we we mentioned this before, but then we started talking about your your tonsil thing that happened when you went to what award show did you go to? Oh, uh, the 1991 Billboard. There Music it is. Awards. That's the one. <laughs> <laughs> um, but aside from that, like I'm not really. Were you ever really into the award shows? No, you just happened to win the tickets, right? I just happened to win the tickets. Yeah, I had a friend like growing up, one of my close girlfriends who was really into the different award shows. So when we were tight, I would watch them. Mm. Um, And the performances are always pretty cool. And then especially when MTV used to do awards, which they probably still do. But I don't know, the past few years, I'm not into it. And I always feel like with the Grammys, somebody wins that, like, I don't know. I don't even, yeah. Shouldn't have won. I don't don't watch him. Yeah, Harry Styles ended up winning album of the year and I've never listened to the album aside from what's on the radio like I don't care he seemed, he's very poppy like whatever but when he accepted his award he thanked everyone and said this doesn't happen to people like me but like he's a white guy <laughs> literally does <laughs> it literally, literally happens all of you guys all the fucking time to people just like you <laughs> I saw it being debated on Twitter there was a couple of ways he different he could have meant it and he he did like from the ground up do you know what i mean he comes from like humble beginnings and that's probably how he meant it and i'm sure that's how he meant it but (laughs) um considering the current climate it came across way funnier 
I did turn it on last night for a little bit, and I perfect timing because I caught right before Lizzo performed. Right. I missed Sam Smith's performance, but I hear that it has the conservatives in an uproar. Mm-hmm. What have you seen on your on your I side of Twitter saw and TikTok? Him dressed like a devil, looking I like it. amazing. Everybody was dressed in red. It was like it was hell. Yeah, it was it was demonic, satanic. I'm into that hell, mm-hmm. and I loved it. Mm-hmm. And I think he, I think he goes by they, they. But that's a I believe they curve. yes did this to rile up the Republicans. I, when I corrected you, I even did it wrong. Did mm-hmm. you hear that? <laughs> it's, it's such a learning curve. It is. But I think I guess the. Uh, the it's, effort's it's, the important part. Yeah. I hope. I hope it's not offensive, and the effort's the important part. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah. they do that. That that rounded it up. It's it's hysterical on Twitter and stuff. But I still do Same. not know what's going on with the chocolate milk. <laughs> I don't. I haven't even heard that one yet. Sam Smith's been catching a lot of heat lately. They um, have seemed to be really embracing their feelings. Uh, do you know what I mean? Like. They were a little... Sam Smith wasn't as forward, I think, with the femininity and feeling as comfortable in their body. And there's been a change. At least I'm not like a huge, you know, a following fan. Uh, Just from what I'm noticing from their persona before versus now. And they've already been catching heat because, again, so Harry Styles dresses in a feminine way. He just kind of all over the board. He wears whatever the fuck he wants. Very um, Freddie Mercury, very David Bowie. Not comparing the artist, just saying like the very androgynous. Yes. (laughs) Um, And so Sam Smith is doing the same thing now, but Sam Smith, as a bigger person, is catching more heat than Mm -hmm. skinny-ass Harry Styles. Right. So there was a lot of that. I did see a lot of that going on last week, people speaking up just for fat people, people in bigger bodies, because why is Sam Smith being talked about this way for what? Like, right. you didn't say it. When you, when you see Harry Styles' nipples, you don't care. You oh, know? We're going to talk about <laughs> nipples again? <laughs> I mean, it is cold out. <laughs> anyway, we all, we worship Satan, and we want your chocolate milk, and that's, I don't know. <laughs> I just can't. I mean, I dressed as a devil many a years. I just... Mm. It's just a costume. I've been a devil before mm. as well. Mm. Maybe a little bit earlier today. <laughs> yeah, that's the thing that's... It's a costume. It's, 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 you're putting on a show. It's art. I mean... It's, yes. That's what's confusing to me, because if you even go back to Shakespearean times, I mean, women weren't even allowed to perform. Women weren't allowed in the arts. So it was all men and men mm-hmm. dressing as women and men dressing mm-hmm. like in drag. And Didn't they dress up just to go into courts and wear fucking wigs? <laughs> Literally. Oh, like, stop. Literally had those curliest white wigs. Yeah. These big robes. Come on. That's a fucking dress. You guys, yeah, the you robe, guys are cross-dressers. A robe that doesn't, that goes over your head is a woman's dress. <laughs> it's not a fucking robe gets tied. It's true. So these men in their robes that go over their head are really wearing dresses. Just men in dresses. Stop the nonsense. It you is look good. Nonsense. <laughs> it, no, it is nonsense. It's just so silly to care, you know? I just don't see how it affects anyone else. What are they, they going to go after the kilts next? 
<laughs> Did right? I just start something? Oh, no. Did I start it? <laughs> what about the kilts? You want your children seeds? A man in a skirt? <laughs> <laughs> you make a great point. And, and the fucking plaid. Can we even talk no, about the I like the plaid. plaid. That would have made a, you would. That that's almost like a Catholic school uniform plaid. I, that's literally I was getting flashbacks <laughs> in my head to my St. Catherine's uniform, and then I was getting mad. Oh, here we here we fucking go. You just had to fire me up. <laughs> I ain't done yet. <laughs> no, so here, then I get to sit back. <laughs> here's my complaint. Yeah, this is how she gets by on the podcast. Just drops little nuggets. What's Tony gonna rant about today to her fucking self? Um, remember, so in Catholic school, for me, I went to St. Catharines, which is in Northeast Philadelphia. So for kindergarten through fifth grade, you had to wear the jumper that, you know, the whole piece. Mm-hmm. And then for sixth, seventh, eighth grade, you got to wear the skirt and the golf shirt and the socks. And you liked the golf shirt and the, sh- the skirt. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Who wants to wear the jumper? Mm-hmm. A friend of mine and I were talking today about feeling restricted in your clothes like having because I found the I found the best leggings on Amazon and I've been raving about them so of course I text all my friends and I was like I found the best leggings and my friend Britt and I were talking and she was like I can't have things touching me a certain way and I'm like I'm with you I totally understand I can't I don't drive with a coat makes me feel very suffocated I feel like I can't move I can't breathe but when she said about things touching you, I had a flashback to being a child. And I don't know if anyone who's around my age remembers stirrup fucking leggings where they had the little stirrup strap under your foot holding you into the pants. And then your sock went on top of that. And then a shoe went on top of that. Oh, my God. No, like, I put it over top of your sock. I don't care. <laughs> Still went in the shoe. But you, but I, I hated them. But you, right. No, it was too much for me. And, and that's what Britt said. She's like, my mom used to cut them out. I'm like, I used to throw fits. I was very particular. I did not like it. I don't like it. Mm, I know what that did means. Did you wear fucking stirrup pants? They didn't. I don't think they had stirrup pants. I wore uh, polyester pants all day. <laughs> you want to talk about crotch rot? About <laughs> <laughs> being a young little tomboy. Your mom's got you in polyester pants, and no, I don't. While you're peeing in the mud. Well, no, that I probably had shorts on for that. Oh, um, that's but nice. they were like the pants, and they already had its own seam in the front. Wait, I can picture them. weren't they? Were they flared too? Did you have the flare? Because I it don't was remember the 70s. if the flare was there or not. But yeah, they did. They had a line down like the front of the leg. Like mm-hmm. your knee would be the center point. Mm-hmm. Why did they do that? Polyester. <clears throat> Why? Which means it does not absorb any sweat. Right. I'm a sweater. Well, we know it. (laughs) Those. Yeah, I didn't like those pants. No. But I did not. I just. um, What other weird shit did you wear as a kid that you look back at? My mom. You were on a whole rant about shoulder pads the other day. You were so fucking excited. Somebody at the Grammys was wearing shoulder pads. That wasn't when I was a kid. No, no, no. I know, I know. But I'm having that was a trend, and I loved it. No, I know. But we so we can we we can talk about this shirts where you can take them in and out. Listen, somebody at the Grammys had shoulder pads on. She had a and dr- no, no, no. It was a dress with poofy sleeves. With poofy sleeves. But it, but it like- reminded you of... Sh- and you were in your... You said, oh my, shoulder pads are coming back. Yeah. And I yeah. felt a knot in my stomach just thinking of you in a bunch of like suit jackets with shoulder pads in them. Mm-hmm. Wait, listen, if they're coming back, I'll, I'll have a shoulder pad on my shirt. Don't even try with it. With your t-shirts? Maybe. So what is the effect of the shoulder pad? What was the idea? I feel like for me, it... 
I don't know. It felt <laughs> different how my clothing fit. What were they telling you? Like, did it make your frame look thinner, maybe? Cause, Probably. Because you look like a box. Um, you look like, <laughs> a box. So from titty up, you look like a box. So then your waist would look very small in comparison. Well, right. Because it's not like I have great big titties. Mm-hmm. But. Just great big nipples. Some, definitely have big nipples. But for some reason, like, shirts don't go under your titties and then go down. No, right. So just, so my certain shirts just creates this flare, like I'm maybe seven months pregnant under <laughs> All women know that move of, like, having to pull the titty up to put the t-shirt under it a little bit mm-hmm. or having to readjust. But talking about feeling constricted, that happens to me t- in times when I put a tank top underneath. Uh-huh. The like underneath the t-shirt? Underneath the t-shirt. Okay. And if the t-shirt happens to get snug over top of the tank, I feel like it's crushing me. <laughs> yes. Yeah. So, yeah, I, I get it. I get that. I get I- it, Bridge. <laughs> I get um, like your feet not being able to breathe, you know. Mm-hmm. That one's not. I don't like it. Girl, you know, my socks are on and off all day long. <laughs> I can't breathe. My feet can't breathe. My knees can't breathe. <laughs> your knees can't breathe. Take my pants off. Take my shirt off. It's so hot. Yeah, I'm very particular. It's funny looking back now. I don't know if I'm at the only thing I'm more particular now. I guess is just like a bra. I just won't do it. You know. Yeah, I'm not. <laughs> like now I'm just not into feeling like anything is touching me at all. I would just if I even when I'm dressed I would like to feel naked. That's how comfy I want my clothes. When I could wear bras with a wire in it, I liked them. That's right, because for the why was it that you can't wear a wire anymore? Or that you're not supposed to wear a wire? I know it was breast cancer induced. I just don't know what the I think well, let me put it this way. I'm supposed to wear a bra. Okay. All the time. All the time. Yuck. You know what I mean? I do not. Okay. I'm supposed to wear a bra all the time, I guess, to be sure that they sit up in a cup. Um, And I think that was more in the beginning to make sure that no fluid collected. You know, you have to massage the fluid out. Yeah. You have to massage the fluid out of your arm or you'll end up getting... um, Clots. No, it's not a clot. It ends up being... uh, there's There's a name for it, of course, and I can't think of it. It ends up being fluid that just fills... But that ends up being, like, debilitating. Yeah, that sounds You know awful. what I mean? And a lot of women get it. And a lot of times that's triggered by having those lymph nodes removed. Okay. You know, and some probably get a lot of them removed. And then you have to massage. That's a lot of work, too. Yeah. Doing that all the time. It sounds like it. On and top also, of everything else you're doing. On top of everything else you're doing. And I would imagine, I don't want to... You know, I've never been in this situation, but I would imagine if you've just had this surgery, one, you're already tender, you know, to the touch, you know, to to have to keep touching your breast when it hurts because it's experience of trauma. But then just the mental trauma, the emotional impact every day, you know, of having to address this situation, it's co- the constant reminder. You mm-hmm. know? So even as you're moving on, it's like the reminder that, oh, yeah, this is now changed in me. My body is now different. Right. And going back to just the touch being painful, yeah, you have to think about um, those who went through um, radiation. Yeah, like I went through radiation, so I got burned. It literally burned you. Were you. Burned. It yeah. literally burned you like a sunburn. And yeah. I, mine wasn't bad. All of mine was. I, I guess for what I had, mine was whatever. But I mean, 
I was able to heal. But yes. I've seen pictures. Just imagine, well, you've had some bad sunburns, <laughs> and that is how bad some, you know, like a third degree burn. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I remember yours towards the end, like having to cover it and stuff because With it was... With the silver Yeah, because it was burned so badly, your mm-hmm. skin was affected. And you always, and just keep, we always had to layer, even before, right after the surgery, we had to layer it and moisturize or layer it and try to prepare the skin for the radiation. Yeah. But I imagine, I can't imagine for women who are 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 not going to a facility that's up to times. You know what I mean? Because I am. I'm you know yeah. what I mean? My Those are the things. You know, I, I am in a hospital that um You're in a top ten, aren't you? I believe so. Yeah. So Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean those are the things you truly never think about. And that's always interesting to me, you know, when we talk politics and all the shit that they argue back and forth, you know, who's there actually speaking for the little guy? No. And it's people, we're not even talking, you know, the working class people. We're not even talking, you know, people from our cities and shit. Like, the the little guy. Like, the remote. Like, there's people out there in the middle of nowhere with mm-hmm. access to nothing. Yes. Like, we think we have it hard when the like fucking... the small towns. When the Walmarts are closed. Right. But we have seven of them mm-hmm. within five miles. Yeah. And because it, i mean we all we're all so spoiled at this point there's Girl, no way don't around even get it. me started yeah, there's no way around it but i've never that i it was something i never had to think about you know i had the privilege of not having to think about it until you got so sick did I. yeah you got sick and then you went on the different message boards and stuff which we had to pull you away from because it's so fucking sad it was it was hard it's so fucking sad and then even all the stories i was just reading this um on reddit the other day uh, like it was in the am I the asshole type thing I saw it was on Twitter and then I followed back to the thread to see more but how many women write in because they had double mastectomies or they got sick or, or men this one this specific one that is triggering this this man wrote in because his wife had a double mastectomy and she had the reconstruction so she had fake tits and fake nipples like they did the whole thing and he was complaining he was complaining that he was no longer attracted to her and he's like i feel bad that i feel this way but i'm not into it i'm not interested etc cetera, etc cetera. and i'm like fuck like the amount of women that probably have to go through that or even if they have partners that are supportive and are you know accepting of the process emotionally you still must be terrified all the time so, of how you'll feel. That they're your yes, titties. That's a yes, but I can tell you, you can go through those exact feelings getting pregnant. Okay, yeah. Holy you shit. Know, and then, like, like mine got even bigger. You know, and then, well, you hope you keep those. Well, I'm oh, not. Right. And when the milk goes away, they're probably going to sag more. Yeah. Do, do you know what I mean? Like, so, yes, it it is. I've, I've Look at that. I've been on both ends. You know what I mean? And that was where my biggest scare was, where the decision was so hard. And I remember someone, someone, a relative um, said, you know, can, do you want my opinion? She's also a medical professional. Medical professional. Yeah. You want my opinion? Just, I would just cut them both the fuck off. And I was like, wow, I, I, it's, it's not that easy for me. She's married though. (laughs) Easy to say as a married woman. Yeah. A happily one at that. 
Bitch, or, where? Aren't they all so happy, though? Where? They're all so happy. Anyway, yeah, so the, the things that your body goes through. And then you, you do feel funny. Pregnancy, that's crazy because I... I absolutely understand what you're saying. Your body changes so much, and then you have no idea if your partner is going to be accepting of your new body, what changes they're going to be okay with, as if they have a say, but, you know, for the sake of conversation. And then what if they respond badly to it? Or all the men who are so awful about watching their wife give birth, and then they're like, oh, she's now she's gaping. I don't want to fucking touch her when we all know it's bullshit. That's crazy. And I even saw a friend of mine post something. So she has a baby who will be a year soon. And she posted how when you're pregnant, people talk about how beautiful your body is and they want to talk about your belly. But then in motherhood, they want to shame you for your body and how fat you are. And I agree. But let me pose to you that even if you're not a mother, (laughs) like the stretch marks and the thighs and the jiggly ass, like even if I haven't had a child... My body does not need to be picked apart or right. ridiculed. And you shouldn't have had to bring a life into this world right. to be able to have the body that you have. You know? But that's fucked up. Did you experiencing... Did you... In, in either of your pregnancies, did you experiencing that? Like your body changing so drastically after that you felt like it changed My body definitely... Oh, I don't know about that. I don't really remember... But you, so you were the relationship with. That's fair. Yeah, I don't. I don't. But, but with God, I'm gonna do this only because I've never been thin. Okay. Right. So I want to go at it from this angle. So I've never been thin, and I've joked with my other friends that have also never been thin about pregnancy, and it's like, yeah, that's the time to be able to embrace it. You know, it's like the first time in your life you're not trying to suck in your stomach, and people are happy to see you, you know, glowing and gaining weight. Like that's the other side of it. But I've never been a tiny woman. Right. You were thin prior to getting pregnant and then gained a lot of weight. So, like, what was that like for you? Well, and you were the, so fucking young. That was crazy. The, yes, I gained, I gained a lot of weight. I was 198 pounds when I gave birth to you. Okay. Um, Do you remember what you weighed prior to that? Yeah, I was probably like one, maybe 125, 130, and I'm 5'7". Yeah. But after I gave birth to you, I was thinner than I ever was. Okay. I got, I was even... I have friends who have that. The weight just came off, and I was down to maybe like in the, the 115s and so, but... That's tiny. Not... (laughs) not with your brother i know it doesn't feel that way to you now because your relationship with your body has changed and the numbers on the scale feel that way to me then but that's very tiny because i was with a man that liked skinny women with your my father yeah yes Mm -hmm. yeah and was that an issue like did you feel pressure to stay thin because you knew that he had a preference oh yeah all the time yeah Mm -hmm. that sucks but I get it. I, I wonder if there's a woman who hasn't felt that way, you know, right. even the tiniest of women. Right. And because even having a tiny body does not make you immune to these kind of feelings. Right. You know. Then with your brother, again, I gave birth at 198 pounds. But I was probably, I was probably back at 135 or so when 
I got pregnant with him. Yeah. I was older, you know what I mean? What, two years older, yeah. but I'd already, you know what I mean? Um, but daddy, daddy had a lot of jokes. Ugh. I had nicknames, you know, my first name starts with an M, so it's Muria, Moo Mommy. Yeah, I have a lot of guilt for that, even though I know it wasn't my fault. It was not your fault. <laughs> but I did. I called you Muria, Moo Mommy, right? The whole time you were pregnant with my brother. Is that the your story? Your father taught you that. Mm-hmm. Well, that sounds about right. Mm-hmm. And I was big. Yeah. But I was really big when I was pregnant with him yeah. all over. What's, like, my stomach was big. What's the most uncomfortable part? If you had to pick one thing about pregnancy, what's the worst fucking part? Trying to sleep. Oh, yeah. How? You got... Yeah. These are like all... That's and like... if you're not on the same schedule as the baby, if you guys aren't sleeping at the same time... Yeah, which... Then you're getting picked, you know, you it's trying to move, it's playing, it's doing whatever it's doing, but sleeping is the hardest, especially because I was so big. Yeah. And... You were a summer baby, and it was hot. hot. As hell. Oh my god! It was hot as hell. We had a window unit in our yeah, living room. I was born in, in the middle Philadelphia. of Philadelphia. I'm born in smack dead in the middle it was of July. Probably 190 <laughs> degrees. Um, it was brutal. Yeah, but yet sleeping for me, I think, was the worst out of the whole thing. And each pregnancy was very different. Different. Yeah, that's interesting too because I think a lot of women were under the impression that their pregnancies would mimic each other the same way people are under the impression that their children would mimic each other. You know, if you're first be further than the truth for me, (laughs) for most people, I mean, our body, but like you said, you got pregnant with me, you were very tiny. And then even by the time, then you got to the thinnest weight you'd ever been, but a year passed before you got pregnant with my brother and you had already gained 20 pounds just from regular life, just from being in your early Mm twenties, the way that our bodies change and grow in general, the things you can't avoid no matter what your lifestyle. But then you look at me now and you think, Oh my God, how could I ever have been 126 pounds? Well, I mean, I'm, (laughs) you know what I mean? I don't even know the fuck. I can't guess people's weight. I don't know people's ages. I'm not good at any of that. I'm 42. (laughs) That's fine. I still want to be 34, though. I'm not going backwards. I refuse. (laughs) So, yeah, I I can tell you that we were were going to jump back. I can tell you that there were a lot of times I didn't even want to go out. I felt so big. And it was not, you know, in the 90s, late 80s, women were not walking around in, you know, little sports bras and their belly hanging out taking pictures well they women weren't curvy either in the (laughs) 90s they were very very thin you know what i mean so it wasn't like it it just wasn't like oh love your body look at how beautiful you are you know it's like wow you really gained a lot of fucking weight yeah wow you know what i mean you're like okay yes i'm gonna have that cake you know what i mean so yeah, the relation to body image is so unhealthy just as a whole, like as a society, it's shitty, it sucks. Um, but I realized I was also around people who weren't that kind. Right. <laughs> you know, I have right. to think back and, and say that the people who were saying those things weren't very kind. No, but that's part of it, too, is that no one should have ever felt comfortable enough to make comments about your body. You know, and my cousins, there's only a couple of us that are girls that were, you know, and but I when I say that the men in the family and when I say men, 
I'm also referring to the grown-ass men, like our uncles and fathers, were making comments about our bodies that shouldn't have been made. And I'm not only, like, implying that everything was sexual or inappropriate in that way, but about our weight gain or about our bodies changing, you know, more ass and stuff. And it's, it's weird because I don't think boys and men will ever understand that how young women truly just start feeling like a body. Right. You know? And there's nothing you can do because even if you're funny, like, women aren't fucking funny. Right. And then if you're smart, it's like, well, you can't be smart and sexy. And you can't win. And that's what makes it so frustrating out in the world, especially especially seeing people who want to deny misogyny and want to deny the power imbalance. I'm, I'm like, you don't understand how young I was when the people around me made me feel like my worth was totally absorbed in what I looked like. Right. And there was no, you can't make anybody happy trying to look the way, you know? You can't. (laughs) And it sucks. It sucks. And then you get older, you know, and we've talked about this so many times and your eyes start to go bad. So you need glasses or you decide that you want to straighten your teeth and then your hair starts graying and you get wrinkles in different places or it's like body parts change (laughs) just fucking sucks it it all sucks but what sucks bigger than the change is that we live in a society that has like made aging awful yeah and has made people feel like it's not okay to be natural right but we also live in a society where i don't think a lot of people were taught skincare and taught how to preserve your body and we didn't i mean i know for me personally as far as exercise and eating well and things like that it wasn't a priority because it was the 90s do you know what i mean and also we were kids with a lot of activities so we were constantly running around to different things but i think if a lot of children were taught that exercise and eating well impacts your mental health. Like it's all about your body overall, your spiritual health, the way your blood flows. Like if we were really taught the impacts, it would change everything. Yes. And it would take away the body image being the center of it. We also weren't taught. No. Oh yeah. No, of course you weren't fucking taught that. I was like, yeah, I I don't even remember going to a doctor. When I broke my arm, I did. (laughs) When I broke my ankle, I mean. We've talked about that too is, you know, my brother and I always went to the doctor. You always made sure we were taken care of, always made sure we were fed, always made sure the lights were on, different things like that. But when you were a child, you didn't have those experiences. Nobody took you to the doctor. Nobody cared if you were sick. My sister did. Okay. That's right. I stand corrected. My sister's sissy. Yeah. And she, yeah. you didn't know if the lights were going to be on, you know. Right. A meal was hit or miss. So it's like because you filled in those gaps it does elevate you above what your parents were able Girl, to provide. Look at me. You know? But Keeping then you them lights on. But you <laughs> but you've experienced recently from people in your same age group how they feel because they filled in those gaps. That makes them a hundred percent a perfect parent. Yes. And that there was they, nothing else they missed. They don't even understand, you know, from what I'm experiencing on TikTok with women my own age, um, I'm experiencing what they're experiencing what I went through a few years ago because it wasn't too long ago that you and I really didn't relate well. I couldn't, couldn't, we're, we're so different, but we're so the same. Yes. Do you know what I mean? But even when we think about doing a project together, 
we come at it from such different angles and we're like, we can't even what move. What the fuck are you talking about? We can't even move furniture in a room without a fight. And not like a fight, right. but like where someone gets annoyed with the other person because we truly have different pers- perspective, like perceptions. Kind of, I don't even know why I'm leaning into the microphone because it's really only coming back to me, not to you guys, but I'm leaning in now, letting <laughs> you guys know. That scenario ends up working in my favor because she'll say to me, listen, how about if I feel like it tomorrow, if I'm in the mood, while you're at work, I'll just do it all. <laughs> and then she'll text me, done, check. And I'm like, it worked. No, but I mean. <laughs> I'm like, not manipulating. No. It, it ends up working <laughs> Aren't out you that though? way. What? No, but I, I mean, literally, like when we're in a room, just even moving furniture around, mm-hmm. we see things so differently. We have Absolutely. completely different conversations all the time. And what it cracks me up. Carry a giant rug or something. And we just, like, we just. I just remember one time we were just trying to carry something and we're like, what the fuck? And it used to kill me, like crack me up, like kill me in that way because you and my brother are so fucking in sync. Yes. You guys don't need words. And right. In, right. And like in an, emo- weird. in an emotional sense, in an intuitive sense, you and I do not need words. Like we could sit in a room and yes. have a whole ass conversation just by looks. But how lucky 100%. am I to have those connections though? That's true. But yeah. when it comes to like logistics, you and my brother are on par and I'm in a completely, I'm in a different world. You have to <laughs> I'm like, what are they though, fucking talking about? <laughs> you have, but logistics is my world. This is, yeah, that's what that. I do. I See, I can't work in those rigid boxes. <laughs> I need to be free. I'm a but, peacock. But but, but, but <laughs> honestly, with logistics, though, you are free. No, you're I just, know. I, you're just planning everything. But I am not as good as him. Yeah, I'm getting anxiety. Yeah, I'm not as... But I do. Like, <laughs> it, it's it just used different. to crack me up. You guys are so on par. And that's what's wild is... My brother and I are completely different people. We joke about that all the time. But there are things about you and him that are exactly the fucking same. And then things about you and I that are exactly the fucking same. But then we're all so completely different. I know. And I'm like, how is this possible? Like, how are there so many different variations of people? Yeah. And then you just keep multiplying that by different experiences. And it blows my mind. I can't think about it for too long. I'll go down the weirdest holes. (laughs) Really? But no, everything you're saying is correct. But um, I don't, I don't know what to take from it. You know what I mean? It just yeah just but, fell you know, into place. You know how like they say, um, like you you never truly know what anyone, like how anyone else sees you. Right. Like all you have in your head is how you think they see you. Right. And how you think you present yourself, but you have no fucking idea what people actually think. You're right, and I remember we. You, you and your brother explained it to me in a different way. I think it, we were talking about dating and stuff, you know, when I was like, ooh, oh my God, I might have been something, you know, being. And he said, there's somebody out there that wants somebody <laughs> so exactly like you. Yeah, that's you did, true. You, know, you, you thought I was going for the foot thing. <laughs> so what had happened was. I'll tell you guys the whole story, okay? We were having a business conversation, as we do. (laughs) And we were just talking about different business ventures that people go on, the different ways that you can make money, especially in the newer times. Mind you, this is like, this is 2020. This is like heart of COVID when this conversation was happening, actually. And my that is when my mom learned 
that there are people who (laughs) she's back with the fucking cherry lip balm that there are people who sell their feet pictures not only their feet pictures but their feet videos mind blown i wish i would have captured your fucking face when he told you this i was dead (laughs) i i couldn't believe it you really didn't know i had no idea of what was going on in the world (laughs) girl (laughs) i had no idea of how do you see the way COVID changed people brilliant women out there are making a living i know that's right because they have a product that somebody else wants don't we all that's the thing Mm -hmm. and that's why i think it's funny when men talk shit on sex workers you know like it's the oldest job in history but you're the fucking client yeah if it wasn't for you yeah like stop you're the one paying for it and you'll never stop paying for it right you'll never stop fucking paying for it (laughs) but yeah people out there selling their feet they need a union (laughs) i know it they sure as hell do i know it that's the fucking fucking problem with porn they should be treated better and they should be able to go to work and fucking fucking come home safe that's absolutely right come yes they absolutely should Mm -hmm. porn's the same way i could dive into that because i would imagine that anyone who works in porn you're you're like a subcontractor right you're just 1099 so then any if you're not going to each job to each set with your own setted contract your own hard rules you're just kind of at the whim of whatever happens right you're also not going there like say you don't Like, I imagine, you know, these girls go alone. But imagine how many times they're manipulating into doing things that they did not agree to. Oh, God. Absolutely. Or the times that they slip them a little something because they're like, this will make it easier. And the men, too. Not just the women. It's it's a vulnerable. Yes. I was saying saying to Chrissy the other day, becoming a feminist, like, really, like, breaking down my internal misogyny and having to unpack all this has ruined porn for me a little bit. And I wasn't, yeah. I wasn't even a big porn user. I think I talked about this before. It's very occasional. It's just like for the quick fix, the arousal of seeing another of other people, right? We all have that. But now I used to be able to scroll past the nonsense, like uh, <laughs> stepmom milks me, like all the weird shit, like orgy with like weird, you know, the weird shit that people yes. come up with. And that now I can't now I see it and I'm like the stepmom and I start going down and I'm like why would somebody want to do that and then it's like teenage girls and I'm like oh my god these guys are fucking sick and then I'm like I can't even I can't even now I have to go on Twitter like it's just like a whole thing yeah, yeah. All of it. you're so right though they do need to unionize they need to unionize so you were flabbergasted you found out that people were selling their feet pictures and then you were curious on how to get into the market <laughs> i was i'm still curious yes and, and i that's... still don't i just you know what it is i don't have the time to be I, I just i'm not an influencer do you know what i mean no. so to have to put the things up and stay on top of that on keep my i don't know maybe they want dirty toes i don't know some people do maybe i could grow some that's, corns that's and get ten dollars a corn shot <laughs> oh i'm taking notes <laughs> um stop filing my nails oh you know what i mean just if i'm gonna do it just get down to the nitty-gritty and make the fucking money get like a persona <laughs> Like a whole foot personality Mm -hmm. that you lean into Mm -hmm. and that people flock to your genre. Mm -hmm. That's kind of what my brother was talking about. Wait, you had a friend that sold farts. No, 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 no. I have a friend. Yes, yes. (laughs) 
I do. I have a friend. We're connected by a friend. She sells burps. Oh, she sells my- her burps. <laughs> um, I don't know if it's like an open market, if she just has a few loyal customers. I don't I'll have to reach out. But <laughs> yeah, man, that's a business to get the fuck into. And that's what my brother was explaining to you. You're like, what the fuck? Like, there's people out there who just want to see feet. And he went on a fucking he launched and he was like there's people out there who want to see and he's just uh, he's like they want to see kneecaps they want to see ugly feet they want to see dirty feet feet and spaghetti <laughs> he's like you want to find a niche he's like how about mother son foot and armpit like it was a whole i can't <laughs> like these Wait, are the- but when he was saying it he was also flying up the steps to the second floor Oh, he was ready. He was ripe because he was like new business idea. I'm telling you, the dollar signs were flying out of his head. But the the mother, son, foot and armpit no, is what sent us. It dying. was too much. Because I was thinking, wait, wait, wait. Does that mean your feet are in my armpit? No. What about if it was your foot in his armpit? Uh-uh. Uh-uh. No, but, I, I, uh, uh, no, I've smelled him after a shower and it still doesn't smell good. Great. He's a man. He Listen, just like a man. After we got through the shock of it all, though, we we did. We we said how there's there's a lid for every pot. You know, there's yeah, somebody. No, I really thought that some of us pots weren't going to get a fucking <laughs> lid. I did. Like I'm a pot. I did not think I was. I I'm thinking I may get a fucking lid now. I thought that I was a pot who someone had shaved a little bit of the top off of, and now no lid was ever going to properly fit yeah. it. Yeah. <laughs> yes, there's someone out there who is interested in exactly what you are, the way that you are, and it is crazy to think about because we're kind of told the opposite. You know, like. All right. Well, then, how do I reach them? <laughs> How do we make this connection? Because if he already wants everything I am, easy fucking peasy. You're not going to like the answer. Do I have to go outside? <laughs> In short, you have to put yourself out there, I, I have think. To go out the door? Or on a website. No, I don't want to do that. Yeah, I know. I don't want to I... do. I, yeah, I don't. But it doesn't have to be a dating website. I yeah. mean, it could even be as much as like. You know what? I'm not ready for a top to my pot. <laughs> you know what I mean? I'm just going to simmer here by myself. A lid to your pot. Yeah, I lid. really thought you were going, I'm not ready to, for a top to my bottom. And I was like, huh. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> really you know, like, We don't even need to here. worry about, I'm not even ready for all that. No. I still have to manage to not throw up every day. So, <laughs> <laughs> Is that men-induced or no? no just regular? No, that's not men-induced. Oh, okay. I fluctuate. I, I go back and forth um, on whether or not I want a man in my life. And I really mean, like, at minimum, someone text consistently at this point. But I do feel it's been so long. Like, when's the last time you, like, flirted with a guy? You know? Like, does that even happen anymore? I did go out in September, and I had the opportunity to, to flirt with a man. And it was just so fun. I'm like, oh, yeah, mm. you can laugh. And I just don't feel like that shit happens anymore. I honestly don't even know when a guy is or isn't flirting. That's also fair. I really don't. Me either. <laughs> I don't know anything, to be fair. I don't. No. Mm-mm. I would say... I feel like I'm a, no, that's a lie. I was going to say I feel like I'm a better flirter in text and online, but that's not, that's not true. 
I could put in work in person. Yeah, I don't like the um so when when I was online dating, mm-hmm. texting was a thing and that's what I found that guys wanted to do and I'm all for dirty talk. Okay. So but like I'll, you mean the sex thing. Yeah, but I don't fucking know you. Okay. Do you know what I mean? So if you start for me, I I felt like so you need a little companionship before your sex thing? I need to meet you first. Okay, that's fair. I need to meet you first. I need to make sure that the things that I'm writing, I mm-hmm. really want to do with you. Okay. Because, you know, I feel like this is what I don't understand with these people with these long distance relationships and they've never met. Mm-hmm. Because it is not, there's, it's not like a fairy tale that you, two years you're talking online and you meet and it's like, oh my God. There's got to be things that you've built up and you can never live up to. You know what I mean? Yeah. And that's, and that's not what I feel about texting in with someone that you don't know about sex and stuff and getting dirty. And if you don't set boundaries with that, I feel like maybe there's an expectation on that first date, especially when they're getting... I don't know. They're crossing line. I don't know. It just okay. creeped me out. So I steered away from it. And that makes sense. I understand But then that. I think I came off as a prude. Can I hit you with the flip side of that? Hit me. So for one, I would say um, there's a little bit of power, too, in maybe establishing an attraction to someone just in a picture, like finding someone attractive, and then going forward with the dirty talk just for fucking fun, not knowing that you're going to meet them, but as a way to explore things. And then on the other side of that, even if you do plan to meet the person, I think that texting can be a great way to explore those boundaries. I think for some people, it might be uncomfortable in person to be like, yeah, hey, don't stick that there, or no, I'm not into that. Whereas if you're sexting, it's almost a way to introduce it you know, mm. like you could say, oh, can I also do X, Y, and Z? And it gives them an opportunity to be like, I'm not really into that, but you can. Well, I never sexted like that. <laughs> what was your sexting? That sounded like porn. Isn't that what sexting is? <laughs> no, I did. So I never, no, my sexting was not well, you like gotta, that. I'm a writer. You so. are. You are. And, and you're younger. Of course, yes. The technology so, of it has been in my life so much longer than it's been in yours. It's so much more normalized to send a picture, to send a dirty text for people my age. Well, mm-hmm. that's not, not for... I have friends who would never have never, mm-hmm. you know? But I do think it's more normalized for millennials, right. and it has to be so crazy for you. Yeah. I just felt like more of a safety thing. I just needed to and just... I, yeah. You know, but I have no desire to... I don't want to go out of the house. <laughs> I'm trying to work from home full time. No, you they're are not girl. having it. I don't know why they're doing that. They are not having it. You, uh, yeah, I don't get it. It's fucking cold and shit. That's what it is. But I got to work from home Friday. That was good. Yeah, because you told them you couldn't come in because it was too cold. Oh, I did. It was too cold. Listen, I agree, I agree with you. 11 degrees is too cold. It is. Especially when I can do everything I that I do. I just don't think anyone should have to leave their house when it's 11 degrees. It was, yeah, well... They well, shouldn't have to. I know, but someone, someone's got to run I the get, hospitals. What? Oh, I know. I get and it. And the stores and the gas stations. I. All right. Well. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> so I have to, before we wrap up, Hillary made a special request. So <laughs> I don't know if you've heard. So you know the rumors of Leonardo DiCaprio, who I believe is 48? 
he's almost 50 if he's not 50 yet mm-hmm. that he doesn't date women who are over the age of 25 like as soon as his girlfriends turn 25 he breaks up with them Whoa. and he was most recently seen with a woman who is 19 years old i heard and just for a little perspective um titanic came out 25 years ago so little moment of silence <laughs> yeah i don't um i don't know for me you're 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 preying on young girls it is what it is i want to try to break down why this is such a fucking creepy thing okay and because there's people who defend it and i don't think they get it and they're saying like how can he groom someone that he hasn't had a previous relationship with let's try this when i was a kid i was absolutely obsessed with eminem correct right i'm talking posters on my walls i had every album knew every word I was obsessed with Eminem. Oh, actually, you know what else? Crazy real quick. Haley Jade is engaged. His daughter. Isn't that wild? I know. But I mean, she's old enough. She's a grown adult. And I remember her being a baby because I was obsessed with Eminem. Right. So if I was to meet Eminem and he was to engage in a relationship with me, that would be very inappropriate. Yes. Not only because of our age difference, but because... I have an image in my mind of who this person is and expectations of what that relationship would be. And he would know that because I've been a lifelong fan. Right. You know, mm-hmm. even though I haven't like followed his career in a long time, it doesn't matter. There's an inappropriate power imbalance there. He has a pull. He has a manipulation already in his pocket. Mm-hmm. I don't know what people don't understand about that, you know, but then... I want to go to, like, a lesser. So I also had a major crush on, like, Channing Tatum. Mm -hmm. Because he was in Step Up. Yes, he was. And he was so hot in Step Up. But then I don't remember much from, like, those years that he did. So in a world where I was God's favorite and I met Channing Tatum and we embarked on a relationship, I don't feel like that would have the same inappropriateness. Do you get what I mean? I do. As someone that I was, like, worshipping from childhood. I agree. So I think those are the big differences. So do you think that his his little, um, his girlfriends? I guess they're girlfriends. His girlfriends liked him growing up? I mean, how it's not even about liking him. It's just how he's a star. He's he's Nayla's star. I mean, and I wouldn't he's got imagine money and he's got this. So for them, it's fame. Maybe it's this. maybe the girls are doing it, and that's why people um, like justify it in a way, so that it's okay because he's getting what he wants and they're getting what they want. But there's still a very inappropriate weirdness. And I did read something that said Leo only hangs around with young girls because he's young, like he's immature and he likes fart jokes, and he's not very he's not his age. Okay. Um, but I still think that speaks more to Leo than it does, like, right. grow the fuck up. I just, I don't understand that. I mean, just for a little perspective, he's pushing 50. Like, my dad is 54. Yeah. Mm-hmm. My dad is 54. And I would find it so inappropriate for my dad to be with a woman my age, let alone. So would I. Like, what? I, I mean, I have a cousin who's 18. Yeah. I, I can't even imagine her and my dad having a conversation. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I can't imagine her. It's just so weird to me. I get it. <laughs> I don't know. I, I would not. As a parent, 
I would not be okay with it. I would not. He's probably the same age as her dad. Mm-hmm. It's so strange to me. I don't like. What do the what do they talk about? Maybe they're not talking. But that's not even realistic. I don't do you know, know what I mean? Like yeah, everybody, I don't know. everybody goes to that. I'm not. I'm not defending. Oh no, no, no! no I know you're not. You know what I mean, we're I just, just trying to come up with what the fuck it could possibly it, be. I, but I, but I do think it's funny because everybody like goes to that as if when men, like a man like Leonardo DiCaprio, when he's dating a, these young women, that it's just a nonstop sex fest. Right, like get real. He's probably they're probably like watching Paddington. So we're experiencing this right now in the milf show we're watching yeah okay that that's what hill was saying because we talked yeah, about milk so, i mean milk and whatever his situation is it is what it is but you're clearly seeing how immature these boys or men in their 20s are yeah you know i mean their behaviors you know and i don't see the attraction i don't get it i don't I mean, there's not one of them. I mean, if I was attracted to younger boys, none of them were my... <laughs> Ew, I didn't mean to say boys. <laughs> Fuck. Uh, I was our podcast to- lasted exactly one year before being canceled. <laughs> younger men. Thank you for being here. Younger men. <laughs> like these women are in their 20s and 30s. Uh, yeah, I don't... I'm and I'm not shaming them. I'm just saying they don't have anything to talk about. No. This woman was... Yeah, 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 forward. <laughs> so the one woman was like, so what do you like? And I think she, I didn't realize she was really talking about sex until she got there. But, and he was like, um, she's like, okay, do you like music? No, I don't like music. I'm an onion. <laughs> you have to peel me back. And I'm thinking, she's been peeling and you're yeah. saying yeah. nothing. That's why I find it interesting because I know... At the place I'm in my life now, like, I just want to get to it. Like, well, let's have a conversation. What are you looking for? What am I looking for? What are we doing? Right. You know, I want to f- I want to know early on. I don't want to waste right. my is fucking time. Yeah. Is it a relationship? What do you want to do here? I don't want to play any game. I don't want to waste my fucking time. Right. I don't want to put any energy into something that doesn't require it. I, I don't feel like it. So I can't imagine, like, having to do all that work. Right. And that's what I feel like you'd be doing when you're with someone younger but then again when you flip those roles you know like if we're saying that leonardo dicaprio is as immature as some of these kids on milf manor then i don't know no i don't see it i i don't see it i don't see it like that for in for me if if i'm gonna judge that i feel like it's trophy on each side yeah maybe I don't know. And I've also heard people be like, it's Leonardo DiCaprio. Like, who wouldn't? But I just don't feel like I would. He's not even my type. (laughs) No. I mean, that's where I think attraction is so interesting, too. Like, I think Leonardo DiCaprio is an attractive person. Absolutely. But I am not attracted to him. You know? And and that's something I think I've come more around to as I've gotten older. Because so much more, like, character matters so much more to me now. And I pick up on little things that I'm like, ew, that's what makes a person unattractive for me i'm not attracted to fame so right basically like the I'm attention not, of it I'm all i'm not attracted to the attention of it all even if it, there's someone that i'm i mean at a concert i'm enjoying myself but i wouldn't want to run up on the stage just to touch them I'm, you've never I'm, like thrown a bra up on a concert. throwing a bra is different <laughs> my bad that's not the same okay uh but you know what i mean like crying and gasping the hysteria is weird what the fuck they're human 
Yeah. They shit like we do. Uh-huh. They, you know what I mean? They're human. Yeah. They have all the same things you do. The only thing, it, they can sing or dance or act. Yo. They're fucking human. But you so, gotta can stop, a, so can a lot of fucking people. But you like, gotta stop, they gotta stop building them up oh, to yeah. be more than they it's are. Unfair. It's The expectations that people put on these stars and then you want to follow them around and get in their personal life and take pictures of their children. It's odd. Back the fuck off. Yeah, it's definitely a lot. It's unfair. It's unfair on both sides. You know, it's it's unfair that being a celebrity, because people talk shit on celebrities all the time. You know, everybody hates Hollywood and blah, blah, blah. But at the same, on the same token, they don't stop consuming. No. You know, I've never met anyone who's like, oh, I've given up television because fuck Hollywood. You know, right. <laughs> right. Or, or someone who's like, social media is the devil. So I've. I don't, I don't have any of it. I, I've never encountered it. You right. know, it's usually people using Instagram to talk about how bad social media is for the development of the kids. Exactly. As, you know. While they, their child while has they, an iPad <laughs> yes, in their lap. Yes. <laughs> their high chair. They're tweeting at their kid. Yeah. <laughs> Bring me a beer. You That's know? funny shit. Because it's the truth. <laughs> yeah, but how about those little toddlers being able to use an iPad? Yeah. They figure shit out so fucking fast. You seen some of these COVID babies starting to walk at like six months? <laughs> I saw a COVID baby, maybe seven months, uh-huh. working a phone. <laughs> because and then when that phone she got, was probably doing their taxes. No, and when that phone got taken away, there was a screaming, throw yourself back, screaming, yeah. crying fit. And I you hate the fact that the somebody filmed this. I hate the fact that that whole process went through. Right. But the moment, obviously, the child wanted that, and it was going to scream till it got it. Been there. Mm-hmm. I and it got been it. there. <laughs> but that, but here's where I'm confused. Okay. okay. So if the child is six to seven months, all right? You really think it was, they were that young? Maybe a year. All right. We'll give them a year. Even a year. Sorry. Go ahead. At a year. Right. Hold on. At what age can we start to manipulate people? A day old. <laughs> okay. That's what I want no, to know. No, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. No, that's not true. Um, Your brother probably was. You know, I guess there's arguments to be made that children are not manipulating. They're just trying to get their needs met. But aren't we all? Mm-hmm. You know? Isn't that the mm-hmm. fuel behind manipulation? Mm-hmm. Let me tell you, I got an amazing three-year-old in my life and he tries to manipulate the fuck out of me so yeah a day old (laughs) but wait now that we think about that with manipulation so i saw an amazing use of manipulation today and for those of you out there who are pet owners so this woman has this beautiful black and white dog and she's walking he's not on a leash okay she's just walking in the street with him and he takes off and she's screaming for the dog and screaming for the dog. Now she says, oh, she lays down in the middle of the street. And uh-huh. She's crying for her dog. That dog came running back so fast, came up to her face. She was able to clip it right on. She was like, bam. It's amazing. She knew if she laid down like she was hurt, the dog was going to do his job. Come yeah. to his master. That's manipulation, though. And she... Exactly. <laughs> but Sometimes I'm amazed you gotta. with the... Like, I just... 
I remember, like, don't pick up the baby, you're going to spoil her. I wish I would have held you guys more. That, yeah, see, I don't I think that's I wish I would have held you more. I don't think that's a Come thing. Come on, let my mommy hold you. <laughs> Isn't that <laughs> weird, though? That I, I, I fucking cried, you know, my nanny ass. I cried because I, I read a meme one time, and it was like, one day you'll pick your kids up for the last time, and you won't even know. Like, mm-hmm. you won't even know that that's the last day. I don't remember. And then I sat there, and I'm like, oh, my God, what was the last day that, like, I held leo in my arms Mm -hmm. but then Mm -hmm. (laughs) and he's 11 right but then a couple weeks ago i went to the house and he came running out of the garage and did a leap jump into my arms to say goodbye right he stayed there you kind of walked out without giving a big old hug yeah we were in a rush Mm -hmm. i was i was playing carpool but and it was just so funny because i was just having the conversation with my friend about like you know you put them down and you don't know and then i got that moment yeah it's the truth. Mm-hmm. It's such a weird thing. They just get so big. They do. <laughs> and then they manipulate you more. Yeah. <laughs> and they become more expensive. Uh-huh. But hopefully funnier. Absolutely. <laughs> there you no, have it. No, but you you were a funny kid. Your brother was a funny kid. I, I'm funny now. Why did you have to say that? Like No, but you started like, oh, out I, you started out funny like, at oh, a I rem- day. I remember you the- started out funny at a day old i started manipulating you <laughs> into thinking i was funny at a day old That's funny shit. <laughs> well <sighs> that was a real one that was a real one i'm so sorry big weekend the eagles yeah. are playing the chiefs in the super bowl we are ready marie's flying her wings <laughs> Uh, drying my armpits. <laughs> okay. Either way. <laughs> the look on your face. All of the Philly stuff, Eagle stuff, is still 20% off in the Etsy shop. Yes. So go check that out on Oversharing. Uh, and that's... Thank you so much for listening. Make sure you subscribe, leave a review, all that good shit, and we will talk to you next week. You're awesome. Oh, thanks, girl. You're welcome. Uh, maybe you should get me a present. I'll think about that. Good night, all. (laughs) Okay, good night.